Welcome to On Mission, the teaching ministry of the Mission Church in Irvindale. We exist to love God by loving others, leading them to become fully functioning followers of Christ Jesus. Today we conclude Mike's message on Luke. Elizabeth had a quick and an adamant response. Her response was, in English, No, he shall be called John. You just need to know that the no there is not just a no. In the the language of, of the gospel being written, the word that is there would be more akin to uh, by no means or no way with attitude. It wasn't just a no, rather not. There was an attitude behind that negative response. And I'm wondering, have you ever been at a nice family gathering when someone all of a sudden bursts out in a terse, agitated statement? Have you ever been like been at one of those? Isn't that uncomfortable when that happens? Somebody said something about politics or religion or something or about the big wart on Freddie's little nose and then she gets all in a fluster and gets mad and says something and then everybody's attention turns to see what's going on. Well, well those who were gathered received that type of a terse response from Elizabeth. She was going to have none of it. And they were confused about it. Uh, They were confused because, as they said, no one in your family has this name. So, okay, fine. We'll just go over your head. We'll go to Zechariah. Now here, here is where we find out that Zechariah's hearing was taken. He wasn't just mute. He was deaf too. Because it says in the passage that they made gestures to ask him the question, what will his name be called? You don't use sign language with people who can hear. You only use sign language with people who cannot hear your verbal communication, right? As we see right here, right? Yeah, it's the truth. So we find then that he's not able to receive communication in his ear, and he's not able to give it out of his mouth. So they, 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 they ask him, and I want you to notice his response because it's really good. He, he, he asked for a tablet to write his response because he still was not able to speak. And he writes his name is John. You got to realize that Zechariah did not say his name is John. He didn't say that because he was just trying to agree with Elizabeth so he wouldn't wind up sleeping on the couch. He wasn't even saying his name will be, I've made a decision, his name will be John. When we come to that point of the circumcision ceremony and it's time to bestow the name, it will be at that point. Well, I'm going to make the decision. And he's not even saying that. What Zechariah is indicating by this statement, his name is John, is that in his mind, the child's name was John from conception. It is what it is. I can't change it. I can't monkey with it. It is what it is. His name is John. You say, Pastor Mike, why is his name John? Well, when we go back, we find because God Almighty gave him his name. Yahweh gave him his name. And secondly, Yahweh gave him his name because his name means something about the purpose of his existence. Can I slow down for just a sec? And ask you, have you ever contemplated the purpose of your existence? Why are you here? Why do you breathe? 
What is your purpose? John had a purpose. There was a reason that he came into the world. Now follow me. John was not here to represent God as someone who remembers, but to represent God as one who is filled with grace. That was his purpose for existence. You know, this idea of God remembers, it's a great thing when God remembers our need. It's a wonderful thing when God remembers his promises to us. It's great when God remembers to provide us help when we need it. But what about when God remembers our transgressions? That's not so positive, is it? And for those outside of Christ Jesus, that's exactly what God remembers. For those outside of Christ, their transgressions are always before him. But for those who receive the gift of faith in Jesus, his son, God is grace. And John was not on the scene to remind us all that God remembers, but he was on the scene to declare a new revelation. God is gracious. In fact, all those sins that he knows about, when you come under the blood of Jesus Christ, he separates them as far as the east is from the west, and he puts them in the sea of forgetfulness where they are remembered no more. Because you earned it, because you deserve it, uh-uh, because he is gracious. I want you to listen and read as I pr- read This beautiful psalm of David. Psalm 103 verses 1 through 14. Which says, bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Okay, I'm going to stop. I forgot. I got to stop here. For those of you who are new to the mission church, you may not have heard me read an Old Testament passage before. And so when I like to read, when I read the Old Testament passages and you see the word Lord there in capital letters, L-O-R-D, that's an English translation, but behind that in Hebrew are the letters Y-H-W-H, which is the covenant name of God. His name, as best we know how to pronounce it, is Yahweh. He has an actual name. It's not God and it's not Lord. It's Yahweh. And I like to read that. So, I'm sorry. Let's start over. Bless Yahweh, all my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless Yahweh, all my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good so that your your youth is renewed like the eagles. Yahweh works righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, he, he, his acts to the people of Israel. Yahweh is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abiding in steadfast love. He will not always chide, nor will he keep his anger forever but he does not deal with us according to our sins nor repay us according to our iniquities for as high as the heavens are above the earth so great is his steadfast love toward those who fear him as far as the east is from the west so far does he remove our transgressions from us 
As a father shows compassion to his children, so Yahweh shows compassion to those who fear him. For he knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. Truth point number six. This is what John was sent to communicate. He was sent to call the people to repentance so that they could receive the indescribable, incomparable, unbelievable grace of God. John's purpose was to be the one who prepared the way for the Messiah who would purchase grace for undeserving sinners. Therefore, he could have no other name. His name described his reason for being here. He lived for one purpose. To prepare a people to receive the grace of God. We come to verse 64 and we find the power of God being demonstrated through these characters that are in this storyline. Verse 64 says, and immediately, that is upon... Zechariah obediently declaring his child's name is John. His mouth was opened. It doesn't say anything about his ears, but we'll just leave that as it is. I'm sure he was able to hear too. His mouth was opened and his tongue loosed and he spoke, blessing God. Friends, when you look at that, what you see there is the supernatural power of God on display in the open for everyone to see. Ten months earlier, God's supernatural power shut Zachariah's mouth, took away his speech. Ten months earlier, his ears were plugged up, and he was not able to hear. And it was done privately in the temple. He came stammering out of there in that condition. But now, in the presence of family and friends, his tongue is loosed, his ears are unstopped. And he begins to pour out from his soul what had been bound up in there for 10 months. And he rejoices and he praises God. Isn't it an amazing thing to think about Yahweh and his power? Isn't it amazing that our God, Yahweh, is capable with just a thought to bind something, and with just a thought, he can loose it. That's why Gabriel said to Mary when he visited her, nothing is impossible with God. Genesis chapter 1 and 2 record God creating everything out of nothing material. Simply the verbal expression, let there be, and it is. Revelation chapter 21 and 22 record how God will one day do away with the present creation and recreate the earth and the heavens. And he, will, he can do this because he is the embodiment of all power. What it must be like to be in the presence of God when he unleashes supernatural power. You would think that when God unleashes supernatural power, I mean, it's verifiable. This is nothing. This is otherworldly. Ah, You would think we would cheer and we would clap and we would applaud. But the Bible says that when God unleashes his miraculous power for all to see, what does it do? It puts humanity on their face. And that's what we find with the neighbors here. 
They'd seen. I mean, Zechariah had no doubt tried to communicate. He had tried, but it was, it was, it was nine months have gone by. And now all of a sudden his tongue is unleashed. His ears are opened up and he begins to worship and praise God. It's like, hey, whoa, this is, this is, this is different. And it brings an awe and it brings a respect and it brings even a fear. When God shows up in power and glory, humanity goes down in humility, reverence, and yes, even fear because he is the Lord God Almighty. For some people, it can sound a little frightening, the thought of God's miraculous power, but it doesn't have to be. You know, the good news is this, that for those who receive the gift of faith in Jesus Christ, there's no need to fear God whatsoever. None. Because in Christ, listen to me carefully, we're coming in for a landing. In Christ, God is no longer our judge. In Christ, he is no longer our judge, but our eternal loving Savior. And we not, need not fear his power, for it is only used to transform us into the image of Christ Jesus. And this is what John was sent to begin. To prepare the path for Jesus, who through his redemptive work, would bring peace with God. This is On Mission. The Mission Church is located at 12001 Ridgemont Drive in Urbandale. To learn more about our ministry, visit our website at themissiondsm.org or call us at 515-255-2122. We gather for worship each Sunday at 10 a.m. We would be honored for you to join us. Have a blessed day, and thank you for listening to On Mission. On Mission.